Welcome to the How to Find Scholarships podcast. I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I'm known as the debt-free degree expert. I lead a community of college-bound families who want to get their kiddos into college and debt-free. If you need scholarships, I want you to keep listening. Okay, so back to what I was talking about. So the scholarship that I'm talking about this morning is linked below. It is located on my website. I have a whole um, tab that's called Scholarships Plus where I just basically post uh, resources, specifically scholarships and also my podcast. Right now, I am live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you go to Facebook, you can search How to Find Scholarships. You'll see my company. And if you go to YouTube, you can search How to Find Scholarships, and you will see my YouTube channel. So the scholarship that I'm talking about today is the American Association of Blacks in Energy Scholarship. American Association of Blacks in Energy Scholarship. Now, I hope you guys are eating breakfast as well. Um, it's located at howtofindscholarships.info slash American Association of Blacks in Energy Scholarship with dashes in between all of the words. But like I said, I will link it in the description box below. So let's talk about this scholarship. <clears throat> it says, the American Association of Blacks and Energy proudly supports the academic achievements of students who desire careers in the energy industry by awarding scholarships to those students who meet minimum scholarship qualifications. The deadline is April 15th. So you guys have several months in order to get yourselves together to get this $1,000, right? When you are looking for scholarships, one of the main things you need to do is check the deadline because there's no point in moving forward if the deadline has already passed. And if the deadline is far, far, far away, you can just set an alert on your calendar um, to work on it when it's closer to the deadline. But this one, the deadline is April 15th. That means that is the last day you can turn in this application. So when you click the link on my website, you see the description, you see the deadline, and you see that it's worth $1,000. And then there is an area that says apply here. And when you hit apply here, it takes you to the application portal. Now here's another step you're going to have to sign in or register in order to apply. But first, 
let's look at the clear bullet points that tell you um, what you must have in order to uh, be eligible to apply for this scholarship. So I'm going to hit that link, apply here. And what I see is the, the name of the scholarship, which you can click on to open up the description. Apply by April 15th, 2024. There, it says they're going to give out six regional scholarships at $3,000 each. One national scholarship at $5,000. So on my website, it says the scholarship is only $1,000, but... It looks to me like you could earn $3,000 or $5,000. Now, it says, let me see here, you must have a 3.0 GPA. It must be the unweighted uh, GPA. So, uh, grade point average, if you, if you added up all of your college-bound teens' grades, and divided them by the number of grades, then that's their grade point average, right? And then that is converted to a one, two, three, or four in most schools. Four is an A, three is a B, two is a C, one is a D. So you must be a graduating high school senior Oh, and back to what they said about unweighted. So usually a GPA is weighted if you have taken AP classes. Sometimes honors classes weight your GPA. This is why people are eager to take AP courses because, because they're seen as college level difficulty. They are worth more. So an A in an AP class raises your GPA more than an A in a regular high school class. This scholarship is requiring that without taking into account the weight of AP courses, your GPA should still be at least a 3.0, at least a B. You have to be a high school senior who's going to graduate in 2024 and you have to be pursuing a pursuing a major in one of the STEM disciplines. Business, physical science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. And finally, you must be a member of what they are deeming an underrepresented group. Let me take a piece of my toast. Mm. So, an underrepresented group in the standards of this scholarship is African Americans, Hispanics, and Native Americans, right? So, if your college-bound team is African American, Hispanic, or Native American then they can apply and earn either a $3,000 scholarship or a $5,000 scholarship.
Now, let's see what the scholarship requires for you to apply. And the way I was able to find out is I made an account. This is why I make sure that your teens have their own Gmail address not connected to their high school that they have access to. Because when you make accounts on these platforms, they usually send an email to the email address you use to verify that you're a real person and not a bot trying to get on their website and infect them with viruses or other miscreancy. So I quickly, with my own Gmail address, made an account. And here's what I found out you need in order to apply to earn what, what we've now found out is a $3,000 or $5,000 scholarship. So they have to be able to enter their basic demographic information and uh, certify that they are African-American, Hispanic, Native American. They need to be able to enter a parent's name and address. They need to be entering academic information, for instance, certifying that they are a, um, a, a graduating high school senior. And then it says, please upload official transcript documenting most recent GPA. So let's stop there for a second. When um, when scholarship grantees tell you to upload a PDF of your transcript, they understand that it is not truly official. An official transcript means that it was not touched by the team and it was sent directly from one institution to the other. That's what official means. Official means that the team did not touch it. So official means that the grantee usually wants to believe that the team didn't go get a tool and change all of their D's to B's <laughs> and somehow manipulate their transcript. But when a grantee has an online platform and they ask you to upload a PDF, they understand that this is not truly an official transcript. It's probably going to be a PDF that you have touched. And when you win the scholarship or get in the running to win, then they will require a truly official transcript. So I'm saying all this to say this. If you have a transcript that has the word draft or unofficial stamped on it, go ahead and use that one. If you really want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're not doing anything to lessen your chances of earning this scholarship, ask your high school to print out an official transcript and put it in a sealed envelope as if you're going to mail it or hand it to someone locally or that you're going to put it in the mail and then just get home and open it <laughs> it won't have it won't have the uh the unofficial or draft stamp on it and then make a scan 
Um, if I wasn't using my phone for part of this live, I would show you. I use a, a um, an app called Genius Scan in order to create PDFs of pages. Um, from what I understand, if you have the up-to-date iPhone, you could do that as well. I don't know about all that because I ride phones to the wheels fall off. <laughs> But I use Genius Scan all the time. All I do is take a picture of a document, open up the app, and then the app turns the picture into a PDF, which I then email to myself or send to my Google Drive, and then I can send it around how I need to. So this one requires a transcript. And a transcript is not your list of grades. It's, it's not a, a report card. A transcript usually has the classes you've taken and the final grade along with that GPA. They want to see proof of that GPA. And then they ask you, are you pursuing a major in a STEM energy related field? So I've talked about this before as well. I have talked about this before as well. I need some more grits and eggs, y'all. Sometimes you run into scholarships and your child qualifies in every way, except that's not the major they're majoring in. <laughs> but you can probably tell that they're not going to ask for proof. So that's one thing. A lot of these scholarships don't ask for proof that you're majoring in what you claim you're majoring in. Number two, I'm not advocating <laughs> that you engage in any subterfuge. But as we know, the current debt load in the U.S. regarding these student loan debts is in the trillions. As we know, if your child is shackled... <laughs> to 20 years of six-figure student loan debt that it's going to impact them negatively, to say the least. So it is possible that you could de declare a major. Declaring a major is just checking a box or writing something down. Receive a scholarship, and then you could conceivably change your mind <laughs> And, and 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 think to yourself, well, I actually, um, I've I've had more experiences now, and my major has changed. Now, we just gonna let that rest right there. They ask you, will you or are you being enrolled full time or part time? You need to say full time. And then it says, please select the major program area that most closely represents your intended field of study. It says, please select all college entrance exams taken. You will be prompted for upload and entry of your scores. So it seems so the, the, the choices are ACT, SAT, and none. ACT, SAT, and none. So is it possible that you could earn this scholarship and have no ACT or SAT score? Sure. Is it probable? which means more likely that someone with an ACT or SAT score or a good ACT or SAT score will win this scholarship? Yes, it is probable. 
So here's what I want to tarry here for a second about this ACT and this SAT. And let me see if anybody's left any comments or connections. So the ACT and the SAT, a lot of people don't require it. A lot of colleges don't require it. Um, but a lot still do. Um, colleges often stop requiring the ACT or the SAT because of the pandemic. If you recall, we weren't sure how it was spread. The ACT and the SAT is usually taken in some small room somewhere where we're all breathing each other's air. So in 2020, a lot of the attempts that were scheduled were canceled because we were social distancing. And that continued over time. And a lot of people then stopped requiring the ACT or the SAT. When I say people, I mean colleges. This scholarship asks about those scores. Uh, and I still recommend that students take the ACT or the SAT and try to get the best score they can on it because the ACT or the SAT is a trump card. It's something that can get you over the hump. It's something that can be a distinguishing number. So if your child doesn't have it, of course, still complete this scholarship. But for a future reference, I want you to, to, to get on that journey with the ACT or the SAT. All right, so moving through this application. All right, the next thing they ask you about is student activities. And this is the next to the last item the scholarship requires. <clears throat> Them asking you about student activities. It says, please select the activities you have participated in. And then it says, uh, school activities like clubs, school sports, student governments, fine arts, other honors awards. And then it has community and personal activities like volunteer, youth program, athletics, music, dance, scouts, 4-H, and hobbies. And then it asks work experience. So self-employment. So if your child is one of those savvy kids who has an online thing or an Etsy store, they want you to mention that as well as, for instance, when I was in high school, I worked at Subway. And they, they ask about offices held slash honors received, future leader organizations, student council, that sort of thing. So let me tarry here for just a second. I said this over and over again, and I will not stop saying it. It is demoralizing and a little sad when I meet your young people, your brilliant college-bound teens, and I ask them, so what do you like to do? And there's a long silence. <laughs> what do you enjoy doing? And there's a long silence. Have you considered what you're interested in studying or thought about your future career? And there's a long silence. Well, and then so I then I try to take another tactic. So uh, what are you involved in at school? Nothing. I don't really like them people at school. <laughs> and I find out at the end of all this uncomfortable questioning that your college bound team is not involved in any clubs, doesn't play a sport, doesn't sing in the choir, isn't in the bass fishing rodeo isn't a cheerleader, doesn't play an instrument, 
uh, isn't in the student council, isn't in the, uh, uh, the parents of lesbians and gays program, isn't in the Muslim students uh, program it nothing about their identity or interests have they connected with at school they don't do anything but come home and maybe play a video game or get on snapchat or tiktok this is to your detriment this is to your detriment now i understand that there are certain circumstances that are unfortunate as to why a child would find it difficult to connect at a school. My advice would be to push through and have them find something or start something on their own. Start their own thing. Maybe they want to start a um, final Sweet 16 to Final Four video game club since they enjoy video games so much. But they need to appear connected and interested and vibrant in the school. They also need to have some sort of volunteer or community service activity. If that's with the youth at their faith community, that is fine. But they need to be stocking the pantry at a food pantry, organizing the clothes at the clothing swap, a clothing giveaway, cleaning up the, 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 the yards and the areas and neighborhoods. They need to be doing something, giving out toiletries to our unhoused neighbors. They need to be doing something. Every scholarship is going to ask about that. Every scholarship that is reputable is going to ask about those things. And other kids' applications who have joined things and started things and been the president of things and won honors for things, they're going to get the scholarships. And those teens who don't do anything and aren't connected in any way are not going to get the scholarships. Final note about this. When you write your scholarship winning essay, they often ask about a club or activity. So it still comes back around. They often ask, you know, tell us about a time you, you had a leadership position and what you learned from it, right? So these children need to join something. And you need to sit down and talk with them about that. All right, we have come to the end of this scholarship application where you can earn $3,000 or $1,000. That means I'm going to have to change the uh, name of this uh, from $1,000 scholarship to $3,000 or $5,000. Because what happened was we went inside the scholarship and found out it actually was worth more. The last thing this scholarship requires. Hey, B-Springs. The last thing this scholarship requires is a 500 word or less essay. And it said, the prompt reads, reflect on someone who has inspired you to get into the energy field. How have they motivated you to pursue a career in energy? What will be your contribution to the energy industry? So let's say that your child is a STEM kid, but not necessarily energy, right? So let's say that they want to go into nursing. Um, let's say that they want to go into computer science. Um, let's say that they are a physics kid. They, they watch um, Neil deGrasse Tyson and they want to be theoretical <laughs> in the whole space-time thing. And those things don't seem connected 
to energy, but they are. So with nursing, they can say, I want to work in sustainability in hospitals. I want to come up with a way to create uh, a biodegradable uh, plastics so that we're more kind to the earth and use less energy in the hospital systems. Um, what was the next one? I said computer science. Same thing with computer science. We want to um, move into smaller and smaller devices that use less and less fossil items so that um, our computing is faster and we use uh, less energy, um, just connected to energy. And then the next one with the physics, they can do a simple Google search for physics and energy conservation. You're going to have to be creative with these scholarship winning prompt responses. But there are ways for someone who, you know, usually if somebody read this prompt, motivated to pursue a career in energy, they would think, oh, I'm going to have on a hard hat and I'm going to work for our utilities company. But that's not necessarily true. You can always swing it around to where it's more true to what your young person is interested in. All right. 500 words or less. To earn $3,000 or $5,000, I have put the link in the description. Um, and good people, this has been fantastic. I'm going to finish my breakfast this morning, but I want you to go forth and apply. You can join the How to Find Scholarships Parent Academy for free for a month. And that link is in the description too. And on the website at howtofindscholarships.info. I will see you good people next time.